It's always a turn Feels good With your number one hip-hop and R&B station Power 109 Radio Number one for hip-hop and R&B Power 109, today's hottest hits worldwide DJ Shadow back on the check-in Live from IBIE Cannabis Central At the Baking Expo it's going down. It's crazy in here. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people walking around. I'm sitting down with somebody I've been wanting to talk to this whole time, man, because he he knows how to do it. And when I say how to do it, he knows how to cook. <laughs> he knows how to put it down in the kitchen. I'm sitting here with David from Food Ecosystems, right? I thought you were an honest guy. An honest guy? Yeah. What you mean? Well, you said that you've been dying to I've been waiting. I've been oh. waiting, man, because oh. I heard you chefed up something the other night at the spot. And I've been yeah. waiting. To, I've been waiting to try some food or something, bro. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> He's so here. I'm ready to talk. How much time do you have? I got I got time. I got time. We're going to talk about food. It's, I'm hungry, too, right, right now. Right. Let's, let's do it. That makes two of us. All right. So the Vivid team's here. We're all here. Cannabis Central. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing here, what your company's doing here, man. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Okay, so um, actually, uh, the name of my company is Baker Support slash Food Ecosystems. So uh, I, I come from the baking industry. I've been in the baking industry for, uh, I'm 53 years old, although I look half my age. Right, but, you look yeah, great, absolutely. you look great. Uh, but I, I've been a baker by trade. Started out in New York uh, in the bagel industry. Wow. Figure. Got into pizza and other stuff, flatbreads, tortillas. Um, a little sidebar note, which if you want to get into in a little bit, I, I actually live in Mexico City, if you couldn't tell from my accent. A little eight, bit? Just a little yeah. bit? <laughs> eight, eight years I've been in Mexico wow. City. Wow. Um, but I, you know, the last number of years in the food industry, it's been very critical Um food traceability. With food fraud, there's been a lot of recalls um, as of recently with products, people getting sick, even dying wow. from products uh, within the food industry. So being able to have a digital traceability to trace back to the source makes it much easier. You can't eliminate food fraud or recalls, but you could track it much quicker mm. based on having a digital paper trail. So I partnered with a company out of Australia that's uh, called Veridoc Global, and that focuses on building different types of solutions which utilize blockchain technology. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. So basically what he's saying is we're able to, correct me if I'm wrong, if we had some sugar and the sugar wasn't uh what you say legal basically or it's not coming from a, a legal source you guys can trace it back to its origins basically hey, essentially yes let's say for food industry purposes let's say adulterated let's say it was contaminated contaminated okay, okay not uh, illegal uh, contaminated. No, and the reason why i say that also is because typically when different types of foods or ingredients are purchased, um, where the problems start is if they're adulterated, if they're messed with, if they're not managed correctly. It can be as little as temperature. Mm. Uh, here, we're out in Vegas, it is really hot right. out here, very hot. Okay, if you have products sitting on the dock for too many hours in a 100 degree heat, yeah. it's going to go bad. You don't want your family eating something we like that. We don't want bad food. So when you say food fraud, what does that mean? Food fraud is, uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate <laughs> that there are many companies out there, there's many 
Let's look for a bad to keep this clean. There's many bad dudes. Okay. Bad dudes. Okay. In the food. And, and <laughs> we need. So with that, you have people that contaminate intentionally, contaminate food with ingredients that can get you very sick. Now, is that is that for money purposes or is that just like just being a bad guy it can be press relation i mean public relations wanting to get or trying to hurt uh Real, cannibalize uh, a company yeah that reputation doing and very stuff. well yeah you know being that obviously we're here at the cannabis pavilion in vegas uh you know there's also let's face it there's a big part of the food industry that is on the fence they don't necessarily right. they haven't bought into cannabis right absolutely yeah i, I mean yeah. Yeah. and understanding too i mean listen even in my family if i ask my wife you yeah. know okay, this is not something that she's bought into um but at the same time as people are becoming more understanding of the health benefits right. of um, being able to utilize cannabis within the food industry, it's becoming more widely accepted. Just as you saw yesterday when people were giving papers, they were speaking and right. this place was packed. Right, absolutely. So that's a good sign. But with food ecosystems, the majority of what my company does right now is in the mainstream food and beverage industry. Mm. We just came out with our first solution. It's called Canna Food Safety, and it is a food safety management uh, program that utilizes blockchain technology for traceability purposes. Okay, so when you talk about traceability and the blockchain, explain that a little bit to people who are not um, savvy on what the blockchain is. I know what the blockchain is, okay. but how does that work and how does food come into that? Well, you know, in layman's terms, always uh, there's a big part of the population when you say blockchain, they right away think cryptocurrency. Exactly. And it uses similar technology, but in essence, it's it's a very different technology. It's more for verifiable purposes. You can't um, fake the blockchain, right? Trust and transparency. I try to use that two yeah. words. Trust and transparency is you want to be able to... Um, create, whether it's a document, whether it's a formula, whether it's a contract, something that can be traced back. The blockchain is a, um, it is multiple, think of multiple mailboxes mm -hmm. for, uh, if I try to put it into layman's terms, where you're putting a little bit of information into every mailbox in, in the whole sequence, in the whole link. And with that, you cannot be able to somebody can't break into 15 different mailboxes right. and take all the information that's tied together. So don't get me wrong. At some point, there'll be fraud in that area too, I would suspect. Yeah. But as for right now, we could honestly say that anything that utilizes blockchain technology is fraud proof. Okay, cool. Well, no, that's very important to be able to trace back, you know, materials and have have some sort of record of where did this stuff come from? Who did it come from? Does that play a part um, on the larger levels when we're talking about grocery stores or is this just on the product manufacturing level? No, grocery is a perfect example because a big part of how we're utilizing blockchain today and the solution that I told you about is in agriculture, mm. which cannabis is, it, it carries over into, into agriculture. So um, agriculture, there's a cleaning process there that you, all fruits and vegetables go through right. uh, to make sure that they're edible. But now versus um, farmers having food safety 
programs that everything is a long paper trail, they're able to put everything on the blockchain every step along the way, when the product is grown, when it is cut, uh, when it's transported from uh, the farm to the manufacturing center. Mm manufacturing to distribution, so on and so forth. And this Every, is what the blockchain is keeping track of. They're keeping track of, so at a push of a button, you're able to identify where the product is, where it is being stored. Essentially, whatever data is necessary, criteria for being able to manage it. It can be temperature. Um, Mo uh, there's many farms that are in the you know the, the heat and mm -hmm. you know once it gets cut you have to make sure that the product is processed within a period of time uh, to where the the fruit or the vegetable doesn't go bad right and I've always wondered that like you know how do you get um, you know bananas from uh, from Guatemala how do they make it to the United States and they're still you know, right, like how does that process work? Like, <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, it's very true because when you look at certain products like a banana that has a very short, I'll call maturity time, right, from the time it gets picked uh, on the farm to the time that it's ready to eat, you're talking days. So right. it has to get uh, typically air freighted, mm. okay, um, to a facility where it's cleaned and then ready to ship uh, for sale. But then you look at other products, avocados. Right. I'll, I'll buy an avocado in the supermarket and it could sit on my counter for 10 days before it's ready to eat. Right. You know, so. That's crazy. It's crazy, but then <laughs> once you cut that avocado open, it's brown within hours. Right. Okay, so again, there's different processes with everything, but going back to the focus of utilizing blockchain technology, it now it is a safer way for the world to manage what is being consumed, and that's critical, it's very important. And there's different things that you could add on. Even you could measure temperature control. You could have temperature reco control recorders. Let's get away from agriculture. Yeah. Let's look at lobster. Okay? Yeah, yeah, let's look at seafood and stuff. Um, you know, a main lobster typically uh, gets shipped um, live. Right. I mean, when people buy lobster, regardless of where it is, the the benefit is to be able to buy a product that the lobster is still able to move around and people take it home or to the restaurant and then that's where it's boiled and processed. Right. So, um, now we can track from the time they pull that lobster out of the ocean mm. to the time that it's being consumed, the temperature in the total supply chain, Ooh. okay? So even the water temperature when it's being shipped on an airplane, mm. okay? Um, how it's being stored in a facility or distribution center uh, within the truck. So when it gets to a restaurant and a restaurant is about to throw that lobster in a big boiling pot, they know that all the right uh, supply chain requirements were taken care of the whole, the whole time. So whole time. with this technology and this software now, how widely available is this to the mainstream food companies? It's becoming much more relevant. Uh, it's still, the food industry, unfortunately, is still behind a lot of other industries, such as financial industry, mm -hmm. uh, uh, government, politics, education. But that this is also starting to become um, very 
well known. Cool. So the goal is to basically get this to be an industry standard to where this system is basically tracking um, the comings and goings of food products and ingredients and those type of things all the way down to fruits, vegetables and actual live um, live products. Exactly. And this has started already because the FDA is requiring that all food products either processed in the United States or shipped to the United States fall under these new requirements. Mm. So anything that falls under the FDA is going to be required to have a digital supply chain versus a paper trail. Mm. Yeah, because I can imagine that the hell that must be trying to figure out where this avocado came from and somebody's got a stack of papers and a file cabinet somewhere <laughs> trying and, to trying to figure it out right exactly and with let's and let's be honest with a paper trail it's very easy to make uh changes so, changes you know that yes. aren't necessarily that food fraud we were talking about yeah, exactly. so basically like someone changing a date could throw the whole supply chain change off the date change the location changes there's many things that can happen but if it's being tracked on the blockchain um from the time that it leaves the ocean, the farm, the processing facility, there's It makes no it way. a little harder to kind of fake and Absolutely. change things. No, I think that's, that's uh, I guess that's what you would call food compliance, right? That's exactly. That. Yeah, so, so I think that's important. I mean, um, we're one of the most technologically advanced countries in the world, and I think that fits because as, as the uh, challenges grow for the food industry and, you know, just people in general, I think that's, that's a good way to have accountability and people know that their um, food is safe. Now, is there a um, consumer side to this, this system that way um, consumers know you know what, 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 where their food is coming from, how how it's how it's done. They are they're learning because now what's happening is as this is becoming uh, more pre prevalent within the industry, consumers when they buy products in the supermarket, and you're probably seeing this everywhere now, is instead of uh, an old-fashioned barcode, you're seeing a QR code. Right. QR codes, and a QR code can store a lot more information. So on many on a lot of packaging now, it will even uh, encourage the consumer to scan the QR code mm -hmm. and where that information, the manufacturer can put whatever information they want the consumer to on see that link. on that packaging. Even now you go into a restaurant and a lot of the restaurants, they don't hand you a menu anymore. Right. You have a QR code on the table. This all started with COVID for security, for, uh, you know, for health purposes. But I mean, this is all, the, the dial is going to continue to move, technology is going to continue to improve. Um, I, I, listen, you know, although we, we don't have a camera on us right now, I'm in a chef's uniform, yeah. I'm a baker, I'm a chef, but you know, this is something that I've really embraced is the technology side of the business. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, when I first heard the idea, I heard uh, Jess and Steph kind of talking about what was going on. I thought it was genius. I was like, wow, you know, there's, a, there's an accountability system for where food is coming from and being tracked, being shipped, and all of those types of things. So now hearing you break it down, it just makes me more interested in the subject. I think that's wonderful, man. That sounds like some cutting-edge technology that you're on the forefront of and um, definitely want to wish you the best of luck on getting that out there and getting this you know 
industry standard going, man. Like, I mean, that's that's awesome. Uh, this is good. Listen, it affects everybody. It does. It, it doesn't matter rich country, poor country. It doesn't matter what your economic situation is. Nowadays, you put something and you in, put something into your system that is contaminated. You could die. You I could mean, listen. Yeah. It, it is dangerous. Um, you know, I was involved. Uh, in an incident a number of years ago with a company that I worked for and uh, with the peanut butter industry. Mm. And um, 11 people died. This is something that I did an investigation on what happened. And the peanut butter was contaminated with salmonella and the company that was producing it. Wow. And 11 people died. And this is really what changed my career in this industry because it was that moment that made me want to get into food fraud, food security, food safety, compliance, regulatory, right. the other side of the business. So, you know, that's, that's, awesome, where, man. that's where I'm at now. Nah, man, um, I really appreciate you sitting down with me. It's definitely one of my better conversations uh, throughout this week uh, and definitely one people to be able to get in contact with you and learn about this technology tell them where we can uh we can reach out to you or get in touch with your company if other food companies hear this and they want to get involved. Awesome. Listen, I, I appreciate you having me, and I'm going to throw myself a plug, www.foodecosystems.com. Just like it sounds, come check us out, go up on the website, see how we can help you. No, absolutely. I'm sitting here with Dave, and we got Food Ecosystems. Make sure you check out the website. Make sure you get in contact if you're looking for how to make sure your food is safe and getting from place to place. These are the guys you want to tap in with. Power 109, DJ Shadow, live from Cannabis Central inside the IBIE Vegas Expo. Let's do it. Burning up your speakers now. Hey, this is Jack Harlow. What it is, gang? Jay Dot Breeze in the building. Yo, 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 what's good? It's your boy. Power 109 Radio, number one for hip hop and RB.